Caught Up Podcast is sponsored by Untamed Publishing, Anchor FM, Women of Vision, KD, MB, Tyler Landscaping, and Author Exodus Morning. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. Hi, you guys. Get Caught Up is on the move. Welcome to the new GCU. Follow us on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. That's GCU underscore podcast. And make sure you follow our new web address at anchor.fm forward slash get caught up. You are now tuned in to the Get Caught Up Podcast author interviews. Welcome to our show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast author interviews. I am your host, Untamed, and as always, you guys, it is a pleasure to be with you all again this evening. I thank you for week after week after week rocking with me and rocking with our guests and just supporting the podcast, but more importantly, supporting our guests. So as always, you guys know I got to get the particulars out of the way. And we are presented by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are an aspiring new or even seasoned author, head over to www.untamedpublishing.net. Visit the Books and More store tab and you will see a plethora of services that are provided that you can take part of, such as synopsis writing, editing, book trailers, and so much more. That is www.untamedpublishing.net. And we are also presented by Diamonds After Dark Brown Liquor Talks, where the hosts discuss trending topics around a little bit too much brown liquor. Tune in on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. at anchor.fm forward slash Diamonds After Dark. Well, we also want to take a moment to give a special shout out, special love to our sponsors and our supporters. Our sponsors, Exodus Morgan, Women of Vision, Tyler Landscaping, Noteworthy Podcast. We appreciate you for always, always doing what you do. And that is just supporting the Untamed Publishing Presents Get Caught Up Podcast. Well, you guys, tonight I have a special treat for you. I have an author who I have had the privilege of just getting to know better via online. Because, of course, we have been quarantined for, it feels like, a thousand years now. But (laughs) I have had the pleasure of getting to know this author and reading her books. And so I am expecting a fun evening, and I can guarantee it for you, that it will be full of hilarity. (laughs) And that we will dig deep into her books. 
I am speaking about none other than author Michelle Mitchell. And I'm going to give you all just a little taste about her. Michelle Mitchell is a Georgia native and the author of Truth Is, Infamous, Bells Will Be Ringing, A Hilson Family Christmas, Novella, and Kissing Strangers, Tainted Love. She has always had a passion for writing, from poetry to song lyrics, and her new love, writing fiction. What she loves most about writing is that it offers the opportunity to take readers on a mental getaway using the artistry of the written word. Michelle's latest release includes Could Have Been and her holiday novella, When Love Hits Like Christmas. When she's not writing, she's enjoying reading, trying new restaurants, singing, and watching the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, lo- <laughs> she loves to laugh. <laughs> it comes from a large family full of jokers. Michelle is married and shares a dog baby with her husband, Albert. She's an alumna of Georgia Southern University, and she still resides in Georgia. Welcome to the UP Hot Seat. Michelle, how are you this evening? Rise up, Atlanta. <laughs> this know, are you. Oh. <laughs> Look, and, and for our listeners, you should know this, but if you do not know, we are division rivals because although I am a Georgia native myself, I am a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. Is that still a team? That's that's <laughs> not that's not intramural. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh I thought that was a flag it. football team. I'm sorry, I didn't know. You, you arena, know, arena league. You know what? I, I know. be trying. I be trying not to talk about the Falcons because that is the home <laughs> team. But see, she go, she go make me go here with they with they zero list championships. <laughs> Look, at least we made it to one recently and lost. Y'all hadn't been one since before Christ. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Noah was on y'all team. Noah. You cannot. First thing you said, Corinthians was on y'all team. You cannot. No, ma'am. You you cannot brag about going to the Super yes, Bowl I and losing. Because it was a political loss. Trump pressed the button. I almost made it in the heaven of Jesus. I almost made it in the heaven of Jesus, but I'm going. <laughs> nope. It was a political loss. Trump said, not today. And then he said, cut it. And then they just had to do it because he's the president. So yeah, it was a political loss. So, Look, right, and I, I blame, I blame Trump for everything, but I ain't gonna let you. You know, Tom Brady was his homie. No, no, <laughs> that was a political loss, and look, that's all I got see, to say. See, look, see, we was just one day y'all gonna hear these outtakes, but we was just joking. So, guess what? Now that she the dog with the team <laughs> and everything. I, I got now. I got to bring back the sweet Jesus into the spirit. Come on, you got look. Come, and she got to join in with me. We gonna just sing it. Look, you are a rainmaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. I got my tambourine. She got the tambourine. Lord. And look, look, 
And I know the listeners like, well, y'all ain't gonna get him to come right. nowhere with that rendition. <laughs> we got all the side out. <laughs> we got all the, they're like, uh-uh, no ma'am, no ma'am. So, but anyway, it is a pleasure to have you on here tonight with me. As they can <clears throat> see, <laughs> as promised, we already started off with a good time. <laughs> But, but Michelle, I'm going to get into to your writing, though. So I know that you are an author, but I also know that you, you know, have a, another career. So just take us on your writing journey, journey. And when did you start writing? Let's see. I actually started as a kid, I guess you could say. I always loved the scholastic events. Um, going to book it, getting my pen, getting my pan pizza. Shout out to the pan pizza lovers with the book it. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I always loved going to the library. So the first book I actually wrote was on some wide rule paper and I illustrated it myself. And I asked the librarian whose name just happens to be Miss Mitchell, can I put my book in the library? And she told me, yes, I had stapled it together, illustrated it. She put one of the little checkout sleeves on the back. Oh. <laughs> Nobody ever checked my book out though, but that's okay. It was, it was only. <laughs> she should have look. She should have put that on the front shelf. She should have highlighted <laughs> she it. She laminated Come it for on. me though. She she helped me take it take it apart. She laminated it for me, so it was real official. But nobody checked my little book out. But that's okay. I w- I would go to the library every day to see if anybody checked it out. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> She said she went every day. Oh, that is so. <laughs> and you look, you have, you do not even realize you actually are a real live cartoon episode. Because for whatever, I had my niece over here one day. It's been about a month or two ago, and you know, they she's six, so we have to have it on cartoons. I don't know what cartoon it was, but the little girl she wrote a, she wrote her own little book, and her friends like encouraged her to publish it. So mm-hmm. They snuck it into the library at the school and everything, and put the little sticker on there. Look, what show was this? They stole my life. I need a check. Look, I know you need a whole check. I gotta go look. I'm gonna have to go find out what it was. Now you know, I asked one one, one of these children. They'll tell me. <laughs> Let me find you out. You need a check. Oh, my story to Nickelodeon or somebody, Miss Mitchell. Miss <laughs> Mitchell, I stole your story. <laughs> oh, my story. I'm gonna look out. Girl. <laughs> yes, your life is a is a real life cartoon episode, and it was so interesting. Look, it, the little nerdy author and me, I just sat down with my niece and watched the whole episode. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with some cartoons. I still watch cartoons. My daddy watched cartoons. I get it honest. Ain't nothing wrong. I, I know that's right. I said this is. I said this is actually a good little episode here, but but yes, when you said that, it, it brought me back. So. I, well, look, I should ask you, why did you decide to, you know, write and be published, be a published author? But you was already publishing <laughs> when you was in school. Yeah, I had my first little book. And I used to write a lot of poems and things. And then from poems, I started writing songs. I wanted to be a songwriter. I wanted to be a backup dancer to Janet Jackson. So I was all over the place. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, I think we all wanted to do something with entertainment, especially doing the Janet Jackson, yes. you know, Paul Abdul era. I that promise is. I almost broke my mama chair trying to do Pleasure Principle, but I was going to get there with ah. him. I was going to get everything. Girl, what you talking about? We all probably done slip slide and broke something. A tr- bro- I almost broke something trying to do that little stunt. Girl, I promise you. But I just want to ask you. Look, so what is your since you since you uh, are so daring? What is your writing process like then? So my writing process, I am kind of a moody writer. I'm trying to get better and like schedule. Because it seems like when I'm trying to work on a project, if when I sit down and start working on it, like I'm inspired to work on it, I'll get a lot of, you know, words out. But then when I have to come back to it, all these other stories are in my head. And then I start like, well, I'll just write a little paragraph so I can come back to it later. And then that story ends up taking over the taking precedent over the one I was supposed to be writing in the first place. So I'm kind of all over the place because I'm not an outliner. I'm, a, as they say, a panster. So I just kind of sit down and write I've tried to do outlines it's just not for me because I end up just I'm like well if I'm gonna do this I might as well just go ahead and, and write it you know go ahead and type out the story so I'm definitely just a pamster I just sit down and write as the spirit leads me I am a um, notepad person in the car if an idea comes to me or in addition to the project I'm working on I'll just kind of do voice to text in the car so it'll email to me and then I can have it so I can put it in my Word document later. So I am, um, what did I say? Organized chaos. <laughs> Organized chaos. Okay. I'm with you on that. Cause you can label me that as well. I, I'm, I'm like you. I'm one of those who, outlines don't work for me. Now, if I'm writing for someone else, mm-hmm. it works. because I guess because I don't know their story. So I do need a little yeah. bit of structure when it comes to that. But for myself, I'm with you. I'm like, forget this outline. <laughs> if you if you are like me, and I know you are like me <laughs> in this way, your characters will start speaking to you and telling you stuff all times of day mm-hmm. and night. And you're like, you know what? <laughs> it's like, I'm not even wor- worried about you right now. But here come you. <laughs> right. And I was just <clears throat> listening to one of your podcasts um, either earlier Maybe, maybe that was last week or week before about, you know, being inspri- inspired during work hours for those of us still <laughs> with the nine to five. And at my old job, that's always when they wanted to talk to like, girl, quit front. You're not doing any work. Go ahead and work on me and my life. <laughs> Let me tell you, I understand completely. Like, I no longer in my little corporate uh, job. So. You know, I, I feel comfortable saying there are plenty of days. That's why I said in my former job, I'm not there anymore. Let's be clear, my old job. Old job, yes. At, at our old job, right. we had, you know, time to let our characters flow at work. So, mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I understand it completely, honey, because they do take a life of their own. Mm-hmm. And you brought up something where you were talking and you were saying that you know you have your notepad your cell phone where you have your when your ideas come to you and that's a good question I always love to try to get into this part of it with authors where do you pull your ideas from when you write all over the place um it could be somebody at work it could be a song that I heard um 
it could just be random because I'm one of those <laughs> one of those people. When I go to the grocery store, if it's somebody taking too long across the street, I've given her a name. I'm like, go on, Francine, get a, get in your car, you know. And I, I would make up this whole <laughs> story in my head about Francine, <laughs> who is taking her precious time to push this cart. And I have made a whole scenario about what's going on with this woman and why she's taking so long to get across the street. And I will do that. Or I'll see somebody running on the side of the road and I'm like, they go Harold. And I will. <laughs> oh my I goodness. Think, that is... I'm just silly like that, I guess. So a lot of it is just my over creative imagination. Um, I've always been that way. Almost gotten in punishment for that. Like, <laughs> as a kid. Like, I've always just kind of had a very wild imagination. Well, now, look, now, that's, that is creativity at its finest, but you got to tell us the story about you almost got trouble in <laughs> You like, I'm like Kevin Hart, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, we just not going to skip past that. <laughs> so when we were little, and you may remember it, um, there was a movie back in the 80s called, I think I think it came out in the 80s. Anyway, it's called Caveman or Caveman or something like that. And so they had this scene where they were singing na 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 Okay, we're going to come back to that. So me and my sister, my older sister, we were supposed to be asleep. So we're in our rooms and decide, and this probably, I don't know if it was my idea or hers, probably mine, that we were going to get inside of our pillowcases and be dinosaurs coming out of their eggs. And so I'm asking her, what are you, <laughs> I'm asking her, I said, what are you going to say when you come out of your egg? And then she said whatever she was going to say. And then I was like, well, when I come out of my egg, I'm going to be like, na, 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 na. And right as I was saying what I was going to say coming out of the egg, my dad walked into the room <laughs> mid, na, na, na. So I was like, na, 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 na. I ain't got no pillow. She took, she took my pillow. <laughs> oh my goodness so I'm pretty sure he oh probably just laughed goodness. at us but ultimately we had to go to bed but yeah I, that is hilarious I was sitting here trying my best the whole in those giggles but they wasn't working they wasn't working Look, I can tell you right now, that, those were fun. It really I tell you, these youth today don't they don't understand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Get the fun times of making stuff up, making up look, making up characters, making up games, make all of it. games and you know, building forts. Oh, yes, I was the fort master. <laughs> I had us jumping I off the bunk bed down onto the sofa bed and then crawling up underneath. Uh, two two pillows from the sofa and putting the game boards on top of it. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm trying to tell you, boy, that's that. Those were fun times they right there. They just do not understand it. <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, I now I want to get into a few of your other words because we're going to talk about kissing strangers mm -hmm. and. But I want to get into a few of your other words because you know I have had the pleasure of reading your Christmas novellas, and I, you know, I describe them much. They feel much like your personality. They're fun, they're airy, and they have sugary romances. But they also have their doses of drama. Mm -hmm. So, would you describe all of your words like that, or 
is there a particular genre that you prefer and then you kind of dibble and dabble in other in other genres well on my website and on my my banner that i have on my table back when you know back when we was out in the streets living our life selling books um <laughs> <laughs> so I say that I serve contemporary cocktails. Each book gives you one part romance, a splash of mystery, and a double shot of drama. I like real life situations. Wait a minute, hold on. I don't need to cut you off. I want you to say that again. You better pop on with the big string. Please say that again. I am serving up contemporary cocktails. Each book has one part romance, a splash of mystery, and a double shot of drama. Come on now. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like real life situations because the reality is real life isn't just always skipping in the park and sunshine. You know, it's some drama in between the skipping. Mm-hmm. So I like that. And like with the Hilton family, that that is my family to a T. We are silly we are loud. I have those unfiltered aunties where you're walking by and I look at big old butt, oh, why? But like, that's my family. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think this is a southern thing. <laughs> that is my life. You walk by, they pinching your butt. Look at all wide, but all that butt you got back there. Like, that's them saying hello. Like, that is <laughs> that is my family. That is my aunts. They are unfiltered. They aren't like, everybody's just silly i love i love it i love it i'm starting to think it's a southern thing because honey i'm telling you if that is most southern households especially you know you have those blunt Mm -hmm. uncles and they just say whatever comes to their mind they don't even care whether it's right right and don't mean anything by it it's just that's just what they was thinking so it just came out It just came up, came up and came out. That's it. it. Like you said, you have aunties who have no filters. And you know, you always got the, the one or couple of aunties who are super religious and they right. are just so taken aback by what everybody is right. saying. <laughs> like they hadn't heard it all. Clutching all the pearls. <laughs> it's like, you just ain't got no Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, yes, I absolutely adore those books. I have fun. You know, I already talked to you about um, when it, when love hits like Christmas that I look and I'm putting this out here in the atmosphere that I would like a follow up. Well, <laughs> your conversation did inspire me. So I do want to do a Southern Skies series and I have two other story ideas that I'm thinking that will be connected. So maybe they'll make a reappearance. I don't know if it's going to be a follow up but maybe you know a conti- you know an appearance of characters from previous books but new characters since they work at the Southern Skies oh, Air Force so you did inspire me I was like I could probably do something with that okay, <laughs> look we out here inspiring people I know that's right look I did I need everyone she has a dynamic catalog so <laughs> get ready for Christmas I know we just got out of Christmas but you know you can still get ready for Christmas if you want to and read those books but we also want you to read the rest of her catalog but what we gonna do right here is we're gonna take a quick break and I just wanna ask you Michelle did you um, want to bless us with a snippet or we're gonna try just, just everybody know I am delivered from COVID so I do have a lingering cough and I get a little winded but I'm gonna try because God okay because God 
That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. He gonna forgive you for being a Falcons fan. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sneak it in. I had to sneak it in. I don't like that. I had to sneak it in. Y'all season. See them. Look, see, look, there go. I see, you know what? I, 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 look, I'm already starting off like this. If you just bless us to get through a season, look, okay? <laughs> I'm starting at ground zero, okay? Trying to tell you, you so, and me both. If we, if we just get through a season, you know, winning a game or two, I'll be okay. That rise up. I always got a question mark on the end. Like, is we going to do it this time? No. <laughs> I know, right? Right. Uh, 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 okay. We we sure, we sure. But you guys, we will be right back in just a moment. And then Miss Michelle will bless us with snippet. We'll be right back. This your boy, JC, author content creator and live streamer for books and more visit my website www.jctheauthor.net for my live streams such as my author interviews and the three-headed monster live streams please visit me on ig and twitter at jc storyteller also on youtube as well as facebook facebook.com backslash jc the author salute girl the right pair of shades and she can conquer the world so embrace your shade shop shade dolls it at www.shadedolls.com and follow them on instagram at shade dolls Join me, poet and author Kiana Dene, on my podcast, Noteworthy, a poetry podcast for the poets, where you'll hear my original poetry and poetry from other amazing poets as well, because I truly believe all poets are worthy. Go follow the podcast on Instagram at Noteworthy Poetry, and you'll be the first to know whenever there's a new episode. While you're there, follow me too, at Kiana underscore Dene. So tune in today. Hello, 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 you guys. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have been having so much fun with Michelle Mitchell talking about her books, her writing journey, her Atlanta Falcons football team, everything. She's dogged out by Dallas Cowboys, but that's okay too, you know. It's really fun. It's really fun. But before the break, we stated that we were going to get a snippet and I want to just remind you guys that Michelle is coming out of COVID so please bear with her but we do want to bless you with just a teaser from her book Kissing Strangers so whenever you're ready Michelle you have the floor okay hold on I'm getting myself together over here
Yes. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, y'all bear with me. I was trying to pull it up on my Kindle because it's easier to maneuver, but the Lord won't let me be right. Not the Lord, the devil. Excuse me, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Lord say, uh-uh, don't blast me. Don't blast me. Don't blast me. Uh-uh. Let me grab the I was like, there we go. See, there you go, Lord. See, when you say the right name. <laughs> call out the right name. You got to call out the right one. I was like, what in the world? The struggle. And I still got to grab the book. So, y'all, excuse me for being bootleg. This is always me. I, I said organized chaos. Here it is. Welcome. Let's see. <laughs> Look, welcome, welcome to your organized chaotic world, honey. It's okay. It's okay. Look, they have to know as authors we be slip sliding. Right. Like, welcome. Here it is. Okay, I'm gonna read from chapter two, and this is Darren's story. I had been trying to get in touch with Trish for hours since she left the house this morning. My job was sending me to Atlanta for a month and I wanted to see if we could spend some time together before I had to leave on Sunday. I had just started working as a physical therapy tech a few months ago and they wanted me to attend a training conference <clears throat> and get some on-site training from a former partner while there. This was a change for me. It didn't pay great, but I loved the work I was doing. It was fulfilling and all a part of my long-term goal of becoming a physical therapist. This job opportunity, while great for me, wasn't generating the type of income Trish felt I should have. She was an executive assistant at a law firm. And in our house, she was the big earner. My career was just one of the things we weren't in sync on lately. She was always too busy to make time for me. And I was getting a little tired of being put aside. I always made time for her. No matter what I had going on, living in South Carolina, I tried to plan small getaways to the beach, but she always acted like she couldn't get away. She used to love it when I tried to be spontaneous in the beginning, but now it was a nuisance to her. Up until now, I allowed our relationship to run its course and remain quiet about my frustration. Trish, on the other hand, was quick to let me know just, uh, just how unhappy she was, and all I did was listen and ask how I could do better. She never told me what I could do to make her happy. It was as if she didn't want to repair our relationship. I winced as I recall the last time I attempted to get her to talk. Baby, what's wrong? You keep saying you're unfulfilled, but you won't tell me what you need from me. She groaned and threw up her hands. Darren, stop it. I'm over this conversation, and frankly, I'm over this sham of a marriage. I could feel the worry lines creasing my forehead. Don't say that. If you were over it, you would have left me a long time ago, but you haven't because you know you want to fight for us. She waved my words away. Oh, please, this conversation is frivolous and you need to just stop with this asinine questions. I no longer wish to continue wasting my time on this subject when you already know what my issue is with you. When we first talked about our marriage, we discussed our financial situation and career goals. You decided at the last minute to leave your career as a human resources director to follow up your desire to become a physical therapist. <clears throat> she took a deep breath. You took a major pay cut and all of that financial, and now all of the financial burdens fall on me. She folded her arms across her chest and rolled her eyes. You changed. I need a man, a real man that will stop at nothing to take care of me. I desire a lavish life. I need you to be a man and take care of home. How hard is that for you to understand? She huffed. You know what? I'm done with this conversation. I don't want to talk about this any further. Just leave it alone. <clears throat> I'm skipping ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Oh, God, I can't breathe. Okay. As much as I hated 
As much as she hated when I dropped by her job unannounced, I decided I would go by. Hopefully she wouldn't refuse me. I was getting pretty tired of the lame excuses. I pulled in front of her building and found a space. I sat in the car for a second, debating whether to call or just go straight up. I didn't want to get embarrassed if she rejected me like she'd done in the past. I looked over to my right and saw that her boss was sitting in his car. I guess he must have been taking a nap because his head was back and his eyes were closed. I got out of the car, keeping my eyes on him. Noticing his head shift, I decided I would go over to speak. Well, that was my plan. That is, until I saw Trish, Trish rise in the passenger seat, buttoning her blouse with a smile on her face. Or at least she was smiling until she followed her boss's gaze and saw me standing there. Oh, okay then, Trish. Oh, uh, <laughs> So, woo! All right, snippet. So now we have ready. That was a little bit from Trish and Darren's story. You guys, that was a hot <laughs> snippet right there. And the, the end on that high note. So I am going to give you a moment just to tell everyone exactly what kissing strangers is all about. After that, very. <laughs> That very cliffhanging uh, snippet that you Okay, so Kissing Strangers is a collection of short stories exploring the complicated relationships of Britton, Darren, and Heidi. The book starts off with Britton. When Kenneth proposed to Britton, she said, I do without hesitation. He was her ideal guy, and she would have probably always felt that way if he had never met his, if she had never met his wife. Y'all caught that if she, Britain, had never met his uh, wife. Had, had never met his wife. Okay. Yeah, oh, Darren oh, loves okay. Trish with all of his heart, but nothing he does is, is good enough for her. The same day he decides to take action in rebuilding his marriage, he realizes his wife is doing more than giving up their marriage. She's stepping out on it all together. Heidi's had enough of her husband, Patrick, and she's devised a plan to pack up that part of her life. But closing that chapter proves to be difficult when she finds out her husband's involved in something far worse than an affair. Well, all right, you guys, kids and strangers, it is a compilation of short stories. So I just want to ask you this about the collection. I have not read this book yet, but I am going to. Because, um, of course, that snippet that you just read pulled me all the way in. So I just want you to tell us mm-hmm. three different tales. What's the significance of each as a part of the collection? With each one is, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Because I, I already know. I was like, wait a minute now. It's got to be a lesson in each one of mm-hmm. these. And um, some consequences in it. It's, I'm familiar with your work. I know that you are big on, you know, sharing life lessons and also how people deal with yeah. the consequences of those lessons. So I cannot wait to read it. You guys make sure that you definitely pick up this yeah. book. Took all of them. Thank you. She's awesome. <laughs> one of my favorite oh, ones welcome. to write is three relationships, three sets of lies, and three sets of murders. Y'all should check it out. <laughs> oh. well, all right then. <laughs> so 
what I want to do right now is I want to just ask you. I I used to play a game of this or that, but I decided, you know what, I am talking to such a wide array, a versatile, you know, flock of authors. And as you come on, it is imperative in my opinion, just to give some feedback to others. And so I I would love to just pick Mm -hmm. your brain for a little bit. So one thing that I would like for you to do, if you will, is what advice, what's one piece of advice that you would give for an aspiring author? Um, One, write what you love to read. I feel like a lot of people see other authors out there and they instantly want to compare themselves and do what they're doing to get the success that they got but their writing style is what they love if that's not what you love write what you love so you can show those passion through the pages my second thing is do it scared Mm. sit down and do it that is great that is great advice because it is so many people out here who just, you know, they can't get on the train because they can't, you know, it's like they won't ride the yeah. train because they can't get on it. And it's not that anything is stopping them. They just yeah. won't press go. And that's the biggest thing, you know, and, and I love that. I like both of those pieces of advice. That's very wise. And so for all of you aspiring authors out there, please take heed to what she just said because those are two things that we constantly hear as you know professionals in the literary world you know from people who would like to write and the biggest thing that you can always tell them is just a to write and be true <laughs> to dying self as to what you write so it is definitely those are the first two most important pieces i always believe that anyone who aspires to be a published author should be able to do so my next question for you is what's one piece of advice that you would give to a seasoned author? Hmm. I know this hmm. is a tricky. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that's a little tricky because a lot of times when we you know when you're in the thick of it it's like well I'm doing this I've done it but you know I always know it's like no matter how much you know you always can know more or learn more and is this business yeah. is ever changing so so it is definitely you know I always look to other you know other other authors who've been writing for a mm-hmm. while to say, you know, like what's what's your what's something that you that you've experienced that you would you know just say, okay, well I don't know if you've been through well, this. Well, <laughs> um, I guess to a seasoned author, don't forget your first book. Um, I know I've had some instances where I've met people or I've met readers and they've told me about people, which that could be a lie where, you know, I've been following them all this time and then this happened and I was disappointed. And I don't know if it's a matter of your success has, you've outgrown your success or your success has taken on a new turn to where you forgot that first book and what that felt like and what it felt like to those people when they first discovered you to just you know what I mean like I'm I'm not sure the best way to say it but just you know don't forget your first book because I'm nervous with every book and when people ask me for advice I'm like why are you asking me I don't know (laughs) 
like I'm still figuring it out but then other people that you know have produced more books than me they're like you can give advice now you know you're, you're doing it but I, I still feel like I'm on my first book and I feel like if I keep that mentality and continue to pray as I'm going through this process that that will guide me because I still haven't had a number one bestseller but I love writing and the, the you know the readers that I do have I love and appreciate them because they get me they get me and my crazy brain and they get me and I'm, I'm just happy every time I look at my first book even though it's not perfect I did it and I did it by myself you know like I had mentorship from Jacqueline Thomas you know I was you know trying to go the traditional route and that didn't work out and I could have quit I could have mm-hmm. been like oh well I didn't get the traditional route so I'm gonna quit she believed in my story and helped push me and I've been writing since and I you know the Lord has blessed me with a lot of stories in my head so I just constantly look at that first book look where you came from you're continuously growing just always remember that first book and what that felt like and just keep going and that's really really good advice you know um and and I you know and I appreciate that because that's something I never thought about but you know it is definitely worth stating to you know us authors who've been writing for a while and you know even you know us who love to write sometimes we can kind of lose sight of it and you know the readers are like man I remember when this first you know when she wrote this when he wrote that and you know just how that felt and so it is always a good thing like you said to keep in mind your first book and just approach every project as if that was your first book that passion and that fire and that drive and that determination that you had you know going into that book apply that to every yeah. book that you write you know and so that, that hunger to get really, that readership really like every advice. single reader <laughs> like yes <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly like you have to really that I don't know you know I know a lot of uh, listeners are readers and they really don't know like it is a grind and you have to be out here like in right. mud with it and so you have to do that with every single book and um, it, you know and it's important because you might have a book eventually that you write even your first book might always be your favorite you know I've heard people say oh the mm-hmm. last book I wrote was actually my favorite or my third book I wrote was my favorite but there's nothing like that yeah. very first book and that feeling in that first book that you have and how you treated it and how you approached it and you know like you said you know grinding and, and working my first for the readership book is my color and purple book you know when Celia was things. like I might be black hell a- I might I might even be ugly but yeah. I'm here that's my first book <laughs> I know that's my but I, I thank God I'm here <laughs> that's God my book <laughs> Like, I thank God I'm here. I might be ugly, but I'm here. I know that's right. I know that's right. So let your first book yeah. be your, your Miss Seely. Your Miss Seely. Your, your Miss Seely. Your Miss Seely fans. One, one page fits off. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Your Miss Sealy book. So when y'all see me come say, tell me about that Miss Sealy book. And I'm going to be like, okay. I know what you're talking about. I know that's right. I know that's right. Make sure y'all ask her about her Miss Sealy book, okay? (laughs) 
joining me and laughing it out with me and honey just you know and I also want to say that I hope you continue to get better I know that COVID is no fun and it's no joking matter so and I appreciate you for pushing through to give us that snippet because I know that it is a struggle and you are just recovering thank from a you so and thank y'all that. so much and thank you to ICU reading for bringing me and Untamed closer together with the um, first United Preachers Kid um, Evangelistic Author Society appreciate y'all I know <laughs> I know, I know. That sound like one of the churches, the Church of the Christ Episcopal Spring right. the Morning Star, right. <laughs> River Floyd, <laughs> First Day Spring yes. Baptist Church, Episcopal. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yes, we did, you guys. And I want to say thank you to ICU because that is fun. I'm actually going to do what I said I was going to do and develop that that uh, short story into an actual... I don't know if it's going to be a novella or a novel yet, but it's it's coming down the pike. And um, so, yes, I appreciate that because Christian Fisher mm-hmm. is what I actually did want to get into. So they, they, they encouraged it. You know, and uh, and for the (laughs) listeners who don't know what we're talking about, make sure that you join the ICU reading group on Facebook. They do something called Freestyle Fridays um, because we are Preacher's Kid. We did a Preacher's (laughs) Kids edition uh, freestyle short story. And it was several of us on there. Yeah. It was so much fun. But they do it every Friday for different topics, different authors. And you should really tune in. It's a way for you to get yeah. some free quick reads. And some laughs. <laughs> and you get to some laughs and, and yeah. discover some new authors as well. So, or maybe read something from authors you already know. Yes. <laughs> so, go find all the so authors, Miss Tila. Y'all go read all them first books. <laughs> I know that's right. All them missing books on there. Yeah, I go read them all. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, Michelle, you tell us where they can reach out to you on social media and how they sure can you can your reach books. out to me on Instagram and Facebook. Michelle Novi with two L's. So, author Michelle Mitchell on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can go to my website www.authormichellemitchell.com. Or you can email me at author Michelle Mitchell at Gmail. Do you catch the theme? Author Michelle Mitchell. I keep it simple. <laughs> I, look. Look, let me tell you, you know, you spoke to my spirit there because ain't nothing more frustrating for me. Look, as a podcaster, it um <laughs> is businesswoman. It is definitely Whew, a woo-star moment when I have to yeah. try to connect all of these different names and figure things out. So, and yeah. I've talked about that too. So, <laughs> the only thing that's different is my Twitter, that. but my Twitter but is uh, pre-K level is not that uh, <laughs> much action going on over there. So, it <laughs> is Experience Butterflies, EXP Butterflies. Ain't much going on on there. If you want to send that anything to me on there on how I can make it better, I will take it. Because I am clearly um, pre-K level. So, yeah. Tell me what to do. I don't know. 
But you know what, though? One thing I can say is that your name yeah. is tied to your handle. So even if they type in your name, your handle will come See? up. That That's See? not always the case. I so you know Twitter still for the black Twitter simple. comments. See, that's that. to show you how much I'm... <laughs> See? <laughs> that's how you keep your into the streets Look. now. Go to black Twitter. <laughs> Look, but you ain't lying. You ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, black Twitter keep you on right. the trend. You hear me? <laughs> it Let keeps you, know you on the trend. On in the train, okay, so I know that's right. See, you, and we get all kinds of tr- right. creativity from black Twitter. Let me tell you, <laughs> you have what's the quick kind of creativity? Crazy. All kind of inspiration. <laughs> I know that's right. They will definitely um, spark <laughs> something within you. So, and um, and it's comical too. It is a good release. So, but definitely let the listeners know how they my can books also purchase are on Amazon, Kobo, um, Barnes and Noble, pretty much wherever books are sold. If they don't have it, tell them to order it. You could do that, not just for me. For your black authors, period. Let me just tell y'all real quick. I used to work part-time at Barnes & Noble. And I would get a lot of new readers that wanted books. And I was trying to recommend things and they weren't in the store. But guess what? You can go up to the desk and give them a name. And if your um, ISBN pulls up, guess what? They can order those books. So y'all get them to put those black books on the shelf. Not just mine, but all your authors. Thanks. Okay. Absolutely. And there you go. There you go. Thank you for dropping jewels today. <laughs> so, and, and authors, look, and I'm going to tell you just like this. Don't know who you are if you go up there to that Listen, and know what I was you say. And another thing. Feel free to order your book and don't pick it up because once they hold it up front, guess what? If you don't pick it up, they're going to put it on the shelf. Order two, order three, put it on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> you, you better say that <laughs> let me put y'all up on game tell, call your friends tell everybody order we need it for a book club we need 10 copies what day it come in cool they gonna put it on the show they gonna put it on the show. I know that's right I know that's right <laughs> tell them what to do so look Make sure, and I hope. Look, I hope they listen all the way to the end because they did. And, they and I, now that was I was a while ago. I worked there. Now it might be where you order it yourself. They had some kind of book reserve thing, but figure it out and do it because they're going to put it on the shelf. Just so you know. Absolutely. I, look, y'all better go out there. To, y'all better go to the bars and all this and tell them. I just, just wear your mask, you know, practice right. social distancing, but you're going now. You tell them. <laughs> going there, you tell them. Well, I, I thank y'all always for tuning in, listening. I know you already know how I get when I tell you when I have people like family on, I get the sniggling and giggling, cackling and joking. So you already know, but definitely it's been a fun interview if you guys are not following the Get Caught Up podcast on social media, please do so. We are on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast and on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. Also, please follow Untamed Publishing on Facebook at Untamed Publishing, 
on Instagram at Untamed Publishing LLC and on Twitter at Untamed Pub. And if you would like to follow me, I am just like my guest. I keep it simple. You can find me at Author Untamed on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, TikTok, YouTube, and everywhere else if you want to on Amazon. That's the most important place. to find me if you want to so definitely make sure that you follow me there also if you are interested in sponsorship packages make sure you go to the homepage of our podcast website at anchor.fm forward slash get caught up there are different sponsorship packages available for you and if you would just like to say hey i want to donate you a little change now i'm not gonna do nothing strange but if you want to donate some change you can always hit up the cash app at dollar sign up 2016 that's umbrella you as an umbrella piece and call 2016 for that cash app and also we take commercial slots so if you would like to have a 20 second commercial air on the Get Caught Up podcast um, for author interviews or our Water Wednesdays or our Social Conscious Corner, just make sure you head over to untamedpublishing.net and find you a commercial slot package. We have packages going as low as $10. Well, that is all of my sales spiel for you guys <laughs> tonight. Make sure that you tune in again, of course, next Wednesday at 9 p.m. for our next author interview. And as always, I thank you. And until next time, remain untamed. Good night.